0: Excarix entered the presence of his queen with terror thrumming in his thorax. Like all queens, Cyaris was easily twice as large as he was, her pedipalps capable of severing his head from his body in one neat snip, her temperament such that this was an all-too-likely conclusion to any interview. Therefore the abject fear, instinctive in a male of his species when approaching the most puissant female of the clan, was greatly increased. Over time he had, perforce, learned to ignore his feelings. But a private audience like this one, arranged for a male of no consequence like himself, strengthened his terror almost to the point of pain. Yet no sign of his turmoil was apparent. He moved with solemn dignity, holding his pedipalps in a position of worshipful subservience. Cyara seemed unaware of him as she idly stroked a writhing, silk-wrapped bundle suspended from the ceiling. That she was not hungry was apparent to Excarix by scent, but not to the bound prey that mewled in terror as she tapped its cocoon to make it spin. As he drew near to her, desire grew in him, and added its own rhythms to the disturbance within. So beautiful, he thought, as the power of her pheromones began to work on him. It was not merely the influence of her scent that made him find her ravishing. By the standards of his species, the young queen was indeed very lovely the exquisite shape of her head at the end of her unusually long and graceful neck, the subtle shadings of her gleaming reddish-brown body, the slender length of her legs, the charming placement of her eyes, especially the anterior dorsal pair, the gates of the soul, as the poets put it. All this made her a bewitching sight. At this point, He would have found it very difficult to withdraw from her presence even if he were actively threatened. She wants me, he realized in dawning joy, and felt distant surprise. For he knew that she had been trained by her mother queen to have great control over the passion inducing secretions. The release of these particular pheromones implied permission to approach the queen and receive one of the highest honors a male could achieve. The simple privilege of mating with a female so beautiful was worth aspiring to, but to deposit his seed with the queen. He had plans and hopes, of course he did, but there was no reason at this juncture for her to anticipate and agree to them. Even in his own somewhat arrogant estimation he had not earned such an honor. And yet, by his own unmistakable reaction, she was deliberately arousing him. Excarix struggled to maintain his impassive appearance even as her scent caused his throat sac to swell with sperm. He struggled to resist the urge to stroke her slender body and to spin silk around her delicate limbs. Excarix stopped at a respectful distance from the queen and lowered his forebodies submissively. After a few more spins of her bundled prey, she turned her gleaming eyes upon him. "'Yes?' she asked in a voice both musical and indifferent. Excarix rose to a speaking position. "'It has begun, my queen,' he said, noting with dismay the lustful depth of his voice. The queen's calissary adopted a position of pleased amusement. "'Our forces are,' he said, his voice trailing off helplessly. He struggled to maintain his focus, to dispense his message with appropriate dignity. Come closer, Sairis purred. I would see you better. He approached, embarrassed to hear his breath hissing audibly. Inhibition slipped away like an illusion. Without her permission, he reached forward, and stroked the delicate down on one of her legs. She made a pleased sighing sound. Closer, she invited.